On today's episode of the Korea Pack podcast, I talk about some of the lessons that I wish I had learned a little bit earlier in my life. This one is one of my favorite pods, and if you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, I'm sure you guys will like this one too. So make sure you guys like, share it with a friend, and follow us on all socials at the Korea Pact Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and let's get into today's episode. Yo, 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 ladies and gents, welcome back to episode number 37 of the Korea Pact Pod, 37th day straight. My name is Neil Patel. I'm your host for this pod. For those of you who are new, I'm doing something pretty cool. 365 days straight, I will be uploading a pod every single day. It has been a fun treacherous grind i've learned a lot about myself and the things that i'm capable of the things that i want to do in the future and i'm having a blast to say the least so today's topic at hand what lessons did i learn the hard way and i want to talk about five of them five of them that there's more but i feel like these five are the most profound ones that I had the hardest time overcoming, so that's why I want to talk about them. And really quick, you know, before this pod, it's close to 10 o'clock right now when I'm recording this, so I took like a big swig of water, I got a little bit of energy going, so I hope I hope my energy is there for this podcast, but I'm talking about some of the things that I love, so I'm sure it will be. But if you guys have ever like recorded a video before or some sort of audio for any project, school, work, whatever it is, do you guys ever get that nervousness or that uneasiness before you press that record button? I know I've been doing this pod like 36, 37 days in a row, but I still sometimes I just get that uneasiness of like that. Like, oh shit, like what if I, because it's like, I really don't know what I'm talking about. I really don't know what I'm doing, but I still just press record and I go. So that uneasiness for me is always tough. But once I press record, I'm just like, hey, fuck it. I'm already doing it. So might as well just keep going. All right, let's get into uh, the five lessons. The first one, your knowledge grows quicker when you start assuming you're dumber than everyone around you. I know that may throw you guys off a little bit because you're like, hey, Neil, isn't being smart and being proud of it a good thing? Yeah, to some extent. I think when you automatically assume or you think to yourself that you don't know what you're doing and that you're not that smart and that you have less knowledge than everyone around you. I think it gives you a better way to learn, take on knowledge, and essentially just create a life full of learning. I think that is a core pillar of life is learning from not only your experiences, but the people around you. I think that is the biggest thing for our lives is and something that's something that's worked for me is i've tr- I tried to 
focus my attention on the people around me. And the re- the reason this one was so hard for me to overcome is because for a lot of my life, I would assume that I'm smarter than someone or I know more than them or I have better skills than them. I would do this to my friends. I would do this to my family. Just in regular conversations, day-to-day conversations, I would talk over them, just try to prove a point, and essentially just act like I know everything. Not only in my family and friends' life, but also at work, also in like networking, things like that. Like I would try to oversell myself in interviews and when I'm meeting with, you know, higher level people. And even when I'm just like meeting random strangers. And, you know, this is this is something that I really struggled with was just knowing that like, hey, you can learn something from everyone. So no matter what you do, just go into it acting like you don't know anything about the person. You don't know anything about the topic that you may be talking about or that they may bring up. Just ask questions and listen. And it's that idea of just like not being entitled to act like you know everything. And even now, I still feel like I talk too much sometimes. I still am working to find that balance of when to shut up and when to just not say anything. And not to talk a lot for no reason. Because I was, or sometimes still am, a horrible listener. My work has helped me with it. My partner has helped me with it. Just maturing a little bit has helped me with it. Actually, I really wouldn't call myself as mature because I still am kind of kid-like in some aspects. But I just try to listen more. And it's that there's that funny saying of God gave us two years and one mouth for a reason. I know it's kind of funny, but it has a deep, deep meaning to it. We do have two years and one mouth for a reason. And everyone that you interact with on your day-to-day life, the reason you want to act like, you know, you're dumber than them, even you may know you're not, but just going in with the attention that like, hey, I know nothing, I'm dumber than this person is because everyone has some sort of story and something that you can take away from, or you could take something away from that person. You could learn the type of person they are, you could learn, you know, what they do with their lives. And if anything that they're saying, anything that this person is saying, is interesting enough for you to talk to them again and whether or not it's even worth it to talk to that individual again. The second one is the hardest respect to earn is one's own respect. You know, there was a point in my life where I treated a lot of people like shit. I had a really bad reputation and this was even close friends. And funny enough, I honestly, I did this very, very recently where You know, I treated someone poorly and I got called out for it, rightfully so. And this and these types of experiences, they they teach you. They teach you that just don't be a piece of shit to other people. 
because I was that to people in elementary school and junior high and high school and a lot, honestly, in college. And like I just mentioned, even now, sometimes there have been times where people didn't like me for, you know, how I talk to them or how I quit things too quickly or how I carried myself. I just had a bad reputation for the type of person that I was. And oddly enough, there was no way to like cheat others or manipulate others into getting them to like me. So what I what I did was I just disconnected. And I know that's probably not the best way to go from go away from things or like run from your problems, but I kind of just disconnected from other people. I kind of became a loner in the sense. And I just tried to do things that helped me earn my own respect. And that just came down to just keeping my own promises to myself. If I told myself that I was going to do something, I got to do it. You know, this literally happened like 20 minutes ago. I was in the middle. I was in my flow state of outlining this podcast. And my dad, my dad literally calls me and he goes, hey, can you send this thing over to me on my phone right now? And I wanted to say no so badly because I was working. But I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll send it right over, dad. I sent it over and cool. Got it done. I kept that promise to myself. I have to wake up at 6, 4, 6.30 a.m. tomorrow and go work out at 7 a.m. I'm going to do it. I've been drinking a gallon of water or attempting to drink a gallon of water every day, half a gallon minimum. And I've been doing that. I actually got pretty close to a gallon today and yesterday because I have this huge half a gallon water bottle. So I just have to drink half of it or drink two bottles of it because it's a half a gallon each. So... Yeah. Speaking of water, I got to take a gulp right now. One sec. That's good. So, yeah, I kind of disconnected. I became the person that. I wouldn't say I like uh, maybe you could call it. I kind of like ghost to people because I was just trying to figure myself out. I was trying to do things where. I can feel better not only about myself, but do things that hopefully I can gain someone else's respect back from and have this reputation of someone, you know, just keeps their word, is working towards something good and building something pretty cool um, for themselves and doing it in a way that helps other people. That's all I really care about. And I just wish I knew that earlier because I know some people that did this exact thing in high school, even in college, and they're reaping the benefits from it. So yeah, I just wish I had learned that a little bit earlier. And for the new listeners, I'm 21 right now. And yeah, I wish I had learned a couple of those lessons or this lesson specifically, that the hardest respect to earn is your own. There is no way to manipulate others to get to like you. There is no way to manipulate yourself into liking yourself. It's literally to just Do the things that you tell yourself that you're going to do. And the longer you do those things, the better your self-respect will be for yourself. And others will see you just as that. And this actually leads perfectly into um, the next one. And really quick, before, before I move on to that next topic, I think if I had 
just done the things to treat people the right way and treat myself the right way not only would have would it have had like other people see me in a different light but i honestly think that my experience in college and high school would have been a lot better and i know if you guys are listening you're like oh in high school and college like you don't really know anything but i honestly think that's bs i think it is a great time in life to develop and learn things about people um how to engage with others take on different opportunities, say yes to the things that you really care about and no to everything else. I think those times are very, very important. I fundamentally think that my years in college would have been a lot more different if I had just learned that lesson earlier. So the next one, number three, goodwill will do more positive for you in your life more than anything else. And I feel like I say this about every single lesson because all five are really important. But this one, the goodwill part, is something that has been growing on me every single day and every single time the more things I do to attract goodwill. Because goodwill will lead to whatever you want in your life to come that much quicker. So what is goodwill? I guess you have to define it. Is There's two little things. The first one is that you have a positive intent in whatever that you're doing. The second one is that you have the ability to influence someone's, or not influence, excuse me. You have the ability to influence someone's behavior in a positive way. So doing one thing for one person can double if they go out and go do something good for someone else as well. So those are the two. You have a positive intent in your doing and you have the ability to influence someone's behavior in a positive way. So goodwill can be many things, right? Goodwill can be just donating some extra clothes to, funny enough, goodwill or any donation spot. It could be holding a door open. It could be paying for someone's meal. It could be giving someone positive words who seems like they're having not the best day. It could be Some of the things that I do is, you know, sharing words or thoughts that you care about in hopes that it'll help people and help people grow. All of those things. And I think over time, having a reputation for doing good deeds, not only to like your family, close group of friends, but just like strangers in general and building some sort of audience around that reputation of just being a good human being, doing good things, and helping others, I think it leads to a significant impact in whatever your ambitions are in life. This can be anything. I think the root intent has to be doing good for other people. Because in essence, the more good you do for other people, the universe has its way of working itself out in the sense that you'll get that good back double tenfold 20x all of that and it has shown in my life honestly like not only does when i do something good not only does it make me feel good but it's like this weird energy around yourself the people that you impacted the people that you helped 
you just know that something good will come from it. You don't know how long it may take, but you know that it will. And me personally, now this may not be for you, but I have that faith and that intention of knowing that me doing that good thing, it will pay off. And funny enough, I think this translates enough. This translates to the example of money because with money, it is a core thing everyone wants. And I think people focus on doing something in the now just for money when if you focus on doing the good now in terms of value and how it can help people, that'll translate to money and a big, again, impact down the line. So for example, this podcast for me, right? I can, um, you know, do things to make more money in this podcast, sure. Even though it's in its infancy stages, there's still ways to do it, but it's not my intention right now. I think my, my intention right now is to put out good stuff and hopefully I grow an audience around it. People appreciate the mission that I'm on to do a podcast every single day for 365 days straight. And in doing so, I know maybe I won't have thousands of people. Maybe I won't have even hundreds of people. Maybe I'll have like a community of 50 dope people that follow my pod or, you know, 100 cool people that really messed with the journey that I was on and what I did because I'm in this for the long run, run, <laughs> long run. And knowing that if I do this for 10, 20, 30 years, it will pay off in a significant form monet in monetary value. I know that for sure because I have a plan and how I'm going to do so. But as of right now, all that matters is putting out good, good content and doing it with a good intention. Number four, you are going to die. Two weeks after you die, most people will forget you. And six months after you die, six months to a year, you die. No one will talk about you. Now, the reason this lesson was hard for me to learn was because I always, I used to think in terms of legacy and doing something so big that everyone will remember me. I have a funny story about how I used to think. Back in high school and junior high, I was really focused on getting on the basketball team. And if any of any of these people, if any of you guys are listening, went to high school with me, you guys will probably relate to this. Or you guys will probably know what I'm talking about because it's pretty funny. I used to dream about hitting a game-winning three as the shot clock expires when it like hits zeros like at the buzzer on like a Friday night in front of the entire high school against like our rival rivalry team. And I would think in the sense that like I had to do something so big that everyone would remember me, that everyone would like me, that everyone would be in the hallways coming up to me and being like, Hey, like you made this incredible shot, like go you. And just to like boost my ego. And I used to have those types of visions and those types of dreams and I know it's just high school, but those little things I used to genuinely think about. So when I was like training or when I was, you know, trying to 
develop all of my skills in regards to basketball, that's honestly, that's what I would envision is me getting better. Yes. But also like doing these big things in front of everyone just so they would like me. And I would care so much about what someone else would say to me when I was at the gym for a couple hours or trying to get better or um, playing five on five or four on four. And if I did something wrong or if I did something good, if I did something good and everyone like applauded me for it, I felt great. If I did something horrible and everyone shat on me for it, I would feel horrible. Like I cared so much and I let that emotion get to me every day because I used to go to the gym every day. So here's the bottom line. I feel like that type of dream that I have that everyone would like me, that everyone would give me praise for doing this huge thing. I think it goes hand in hand with legacy because no matter how big it is, whatever that you do in your life, after you die, none of that will matter. And again, bottom line is people will try to put their thoughts and feelings into you. They'll try to push you to go towards what they believe and push you towards taking their path because they think it's right for you. I think about it in a simple way. If you don't like the life they have from looking at what they have from the outside in, just don't listen to it. So if you have someone in your life that's actually, if I, or not if, I have many people in my life that tell me like, hey, I think you should do this or hey, I think you should um, take this path or maybe this will benefit. And yes, these are people that I love and people that I care about and I will consider their opinion. But at the end of the day, it is up to me. And if they, if they are X years older than me and, or younger than me, doesn't really matter. If they are living a life that I don't like, I'm essentially, honestly, just not going to listen to it. And I'll make sure to make the right decision for myself. We're all going to die. Everyone's going to die and no one's going to remember us. No one knows what this universe has planned for us so why should we care what anyone else thinks this goes back to my noc rule <laughs> no one cares literally no one cares about anything everyone's busy doing their own shit everyone's busy focusing on what they have to focus on so since we're all gonna die we might as well do something that we want to do now because when we die, it won't matter anyway. And that was something I, it took me way too long to realize. And last but certainly not least, number five, doing one thing for an extremely long period of time is incredible. And extraordinary accomplishments come from doing ordinary things for extraordinary periods of time. Doing it over and over again and making a commitment to that original vision. So I know the fifth one is a little bit long, but essentially it is just doing one thing for a very, very long period of time. And in doing so, 
there comes a sense of growth, mastery, ability to teach. Of course, compensation, making money from it, and having immense impact around the thing that you've been doing for a very, very long time. The reason this was hard for me to overcome was, I've mentioned it many, many times in my podcasts, is that my life was a false reality. I focused my attention so much on trying to get things done quickly and trying to, I would I would do one thing and then if that one thing didn't work out within, if that one thing didn't work out within X amount of time, I would switch to something else and I would do that other thing for X amount of time and if that didn't reap results right away, I would go to something else. So there are still aspects of this that I'm working on in my life right now. And for me, that's the gym, right? I struggle with, well, I have been consistent over the last like three to four weeks, but I know I can be better because I want to have that balance of like nutrition, being consistent in the gym, pushing myself hard and again, staying true to my promises. So I think I focus my attention so much in regards to the gym of trying to get results quickly that I'm not really keening in on the process and and identifying the process and how the step-by-step plan is to get there. So that's what I'm currently working on with the gym, but everything before you know, the gym, you know, I've struggled with the gym in the past. Like I'd go for a week and then I'd stop. I'd go for a couple of days and then I'd stop. I would try to, I would, I would leave my beliefs and my values on the table for a potential quick dollar. And that never served me the right way. And I think the beauty in something great is doing it for a long period of time. We see, we get so much false reality on everything that we see nowadays when it comes to the news, the media, social media, websites, articles, um, work, things that they try to push into your brains, colleges, corporate, all that stuff. There is this idea of getting things done in a short period of time, although Like there are people that have done it, but I still think, and I'm a firm believer in the fact that if you do something for a long period of time, long enough period of time, that is where the beauty is. And that is how to actually attempt to master something. Now, everyone's long period of time, I feel like it does look different, right? Like I... Someone someone can work on a podcast for a year straight, right? Versus me working on a podcast for five years straight. If my strategy and their strategy is completely different, like they can get to the same level of growth or subscribers or whatever you want to call it after a year than me and the five-year mark. But the beauty in it is not the numbers or the following. It is the way you keep on going and the way you keep on developing and growing from where you're at. So me from year five to year 10, if I go from like a thousand subscribers to 20,000 and that other person was already at 
I don't know, let's say 5,000, but they grew to, let's say, 30, 40, or 45,000, that just shows that they're still continuing to get some sort of mastery around what they're doing and just getting better at it. And that took me a very, very long time to understand. Me doing this podcast every single day for 365 days straight I know I'm going to learn so much more about podcasting doing this every single day than if I uploaded a podcast a week or if, a pod, or if I uploaded a podcast, you know, two, two times a week or three times a week. I just have more volume. And within that volume, I'll pick up on mistakes. I'll pick up on things to do and things to not do. I'll pick up on feedback a lot quicker. All of those things. And if I don't, so be it. I'll do something else after the, after you know, the first year, I'll change it up. But I'm in it for the long run. And that's the beauty of it. So quick recap, the five lessons that I wish I had learned earlier. Number one, your knowledge grows quicker. The second you start assuming you're dumber than everyone around you, you'll build better connections, you'll learn to listen more. And you're you'll gain lots more knowledge than by just constantly talking. Number two, the hardest respect to earn is one's own don't treat people like shit don't have a bad reputation if you learn to treat people better go in with good intention and respect the individual and keep respect or keep promises not only to other people but to yourself and the higher your self-respect goes the better reputation you'll have for the people around you the third one goodwill will do more positive for you in your life more than anything else do good deeds for other people and do good deeds in the sense to want to help and impact as many people as possible in whatever craft that you have. And when doing that, it'll lead to not only financial benefits, but just feeling good about yourself and what you're doing in this world. Number four, you are going to die. Two weeks after you die, most people will forget about you. Six months after you die, no one will even talk about you. No one cares what you're doing. Everyone has their own shit going on. Let's just go out and do it. And caring what others think doesn't really matter because we're all going to die one day and none of it is going to affect anything. So we have potentially 100 years, maybe more, with all the technology. So why not just do what we want? And last but certainly not least, number five, do one thing for an extremely long period of time and that is the beauty of the thing just do the thing whatever it is in your life those are the five lessons that i wish i had knew a little bit earlier in my life that's all she wrote the gentleman's agreement for those of you who are new we do a little segment at the end of every pod called the gentleman's agreement where i essentially just break down the agreement that you and i have as a very important one so i hope that you honor it I know you will, though, because, you know, you're a good person and you, you know, want to do good deeds for good impact. Here's the agreement. My side is I give you guys a pod every single day for 365 days straight and beyond. Doesn't matter what I got to do. Doesn't matter how late I got to stay up, all the time I got to put into it, all the outlining, all the work, all the. It's not that much work, to be honest, but. You'll have a pod every day at 7 a.m. 
The guarantee of the agreement is just as important. Hold on, I gotta take a swig of water for this because it's that important. I spilled water over myself, but it's okay because it's that important. Follow this pod on Spotify or wherever you listen to your pods. Number two, give me a five-star rating because I really appreciate that. And number three, share this podcast with someone who may get some sort of value out of this and someone that just might enjoy listening to water gulping down my throat in the middle of podcasts. Sure, share it with them. But anyway, guys, in all seriousness, I appreciate you guys so much for listening. I know we don't. Um, I have a handful of listeners, so I'm extremely, extremely grateful for anyone who does tune in and listens to this pod. And like I always say, just make sure you guys go out, take care, take care of yourself, tell someone that you love them, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.